guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, we are going to be discussing a couple of the internet's hottest takes that Megan and I could find. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan and I each found our own list of hot takes, and then we'll be sharing them with each other and with you guys and discussing if we agree or disagree with these hot takes. Now, you may be asking yourself, what is so different between a hot take and an unpopular opinion? And to be honest, not much. I don't fully know that there's a one specific answer, but when we do our unpopular opinions episodes, we do them all from the unpopular opinions subreddit and these hot takes we just kind of gathered from wherever we could find them from. So some of them I found from TikTok, some of them I came up with on my own. Some of them there's like, um, what do you meme I think has a hot takes game. And so on TikTok, some people were like asking people questions from those cards. So it's really whatever, but essentially it's kind of the same thing. It's supposed to be a hot take because someone, if you say it to someone, they're probably going to like disagree with you or kind of be like, that's a very unpopular opinion. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so before we do that, we always like to do our kind of catch up with what's been going on in our lives recently as well as share our weekly spotlights. So I'll go first. My weekly spotlight was that Um, When we went to the lake this weekend, I decided that I was going to drive the boat, which included three big things, because driving it on the water, that's the easy part. Anyone can do that, Um, and I have limited experience with driving the boat, but uh, that's usually because our grandpa or our uncles are the ones that, like, drive it, or Haley, if she's up there when we're up there, she feels a little more comfortable, Um, but this weekend, Haley uh, left pretty soon, and so if we wanted to go on the boat. One of us was going to have to take one for the team. It was like me, Sierra, our grandma, and our mom. Um, so backed it out. That's also not too bad because you really it's can already go, lined up. You can really only go straight back, and like that's also pretty easy. But when we did a little lap around the lake, we were coming back in, and we were going to dock it on our dock so we could enjoy it just out of the shore station for a little bit. And I was kind of like, okay, this is like step one of like, I still have to, like, get it back in the shore station when we're done, but, like, um, everyone helped out with getting, like, the buoys over the sides and, like, getting the ropes situated and whatnot, and I just took it nice and slow, but, like, I had, like, the perfect little lineup, no bumps, no, like, ooh, like, you just hit the dock and, like, you know, it's fine, because that's usually how it goes, even, like, our grandpa would do that, too, and it's kind of, like, it's fine, but it's not Not preferred, but it was so smooth, and I was like, okay, this means that, like, I'm going to screw up going into the shore station because we're doing a little too well It right also, now. it wasn't too crazy of a day. Like, had this been on a wavier day, things but might not have been like, so it was perfectly smooth. calm either. I know, but, like, it wasn't, it wasn't too crazy, and which then, is good for you. Yeah. Um, then we had it out for a couple hours, decided it was time. It was kind of getting windier again and, like, possibly going to, like, start storming soon. And so we were like, okay, it's probably time to get it put away now. And this was the part I was nervous about. Also because like... Megan times this. So there were some neighbors <laughs> outside like also just doing their own outdoor lake activities. Mm-hmm. And they had just like left on their boat. Someone had gone inside and Megan's I like, was like, now. now. We're going now. Because I do not want people... If I screw this up and like I'm crashing into the shore station, like I don't want the neighbors to be out there making fun of me. And so I was like, now, like we're going now. And so... We pull away from the dock. I'm taking it around to like circle and reline it up to go in the shore station. And I mean, we're pretty far away and I just decided to like take a nice slow approach. And Sierra and my mom were in the boat in the front kind of making sure it was staying lined up. 
I thought that the, I thought Shore Patrol was like I thought they were coming close back by too. too. Well, they were close by. They, they were like close by. And back. I was like, they don't need to like. I don't know. I just felt like they're kind of like hanging out by us when I was like trying to circle around. It didn't end up being Shore Patrol. It was like just Clear Lake boats. Oh, but they have like similar looking Shore Patrol type boats. Um, they didn't bother us. But I was also like, I don't need you guys watching me either. Like, the experts, <laughs> not the boatmen. Um, and so lining it up, taking it easy, going nice and slow. Cause like, I don't need to book it into the shore station. That's the last thing I need to do. But it just, I had lined it up pretty well. I killed it maybe a little bit too soon. Cause we like, I mean, we, we were lined up perfectly. Pull ourselves in No banging, <laughs> but we did kind of have to like finish pulling the boat in ourselves. Um, but it was fine. And I was pretty pleased with myself. So slowly but surely going. becoming a boat captain. Um, my weekly spotlight is nothing specific like that, but I did enjoy going up to the lake for the weekend. Um, I did thought, I did think the weather was going to be a little bit nicer than it was. We ended up having a nice stretch of, you know, a couple hours where it was hot outside. I actually got more sunburnt than I was expecting because I had put sunscreen on, but maybe I, just, I didn't reapply it frequently enough. Uh, cause when I showered and came out, I was like, oh, like you can see my swimsuit and I've got some red on my chest and on my stomach. Um, it's kind of faded now, but I was like, oh, I got more sun than I initially thought, but it's kind of cloudy. So I feel like that, you know, yeah, messed with my mask. judgment of how much sun I was getting. Played some cards on the boat on a, the tiny little boat table. If you guys have been on just like a pontoon that has one of those tables that you plop in, they're not the biggest table. And we decided let's play nuts, which, which is, is like you need two person solitaire. So like it if takes someone up was space. looking at the table and didn't know what we were playing, it would look like there's just, like, cards thrown all over the table. And luckily... On every square inch. It wasn't too windy. It got a little bit windier towards the end of our game time where cards were flying, and then also if I dropped cards, like, that I was going through, I'd be, like, picking them up and being, like, hopefully that's in the same order it was because they probably got kind of messed up. Uh, But it was okay. It was kind of fun to play some cards for a little something different. We don't usually do that. Otherwise... Yeah, we came back. Today's Sunday. We came back earlier than I thought we were going to just because it was, like, cloudy up there and not super warm. Um, maybe it changed now because it's pretty decent weather down here now, but that's also up north more. I was kind of joking around. I was like, should we go to the Mall of America? Yeah. Um, and I maybe would have, except since we had to be back at, like, 5 today, I saw the mall only opened at 11, and so, like, we'd only be there for, like, two hours, and then to have, like, a four-hour drive straight back, and that's still be cutting it kind of close, I decided, eh. Maybe, Maybe not. not. But I just, like, wanted to go to, like, Aritzia and Abercrombie and just... It seemed like a good idea if the weather was poor. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. We still have to do our Worlds of Fun day. I know. At some point. That or Adventureland. <laughs> yeah, we could do either. It's crazy. Adventureland is our local amusement park, which is not nearly as nice or exciting or whatever as Worlds of Fun. Like, it's a good theme park, but Worlds of Fun is like, just, it like, shouldn't be the same above, price as Worlds of Fun. And they're the same price, which is insane. But whatever. I digress. Um, should we start getting into our hot takes? Let's do it. So I, the way that I went about this was I went to Reddit because I didn't know where else to go on the internet. I did end up finding one thing if I run out of stuff where it's just 36 hot takes from poly.ai. Um, but before we get to that, I was on the books subreddit and then like a relationship dating subreddit. And then I searched with those within those to see if anyone had any hmm. hot takes or unpopular opinions. Okay. So we will start with the book one first. 
First hot take, audiobooks do not count as reading. It's funny you mention this because, like, I almost thought of, like, putting something like that in one of mine, but I did not. I definitely, I don't think it doesn't count as reading, but I certainly think when you hear the people who are saying, like, I read 300 books this year, like, you you wonder how the heck did you do that? And then you find out, like, oh, they're listening to, like, and we do have to like because every time i see this isn't the first time i've seen this hot take and a lot of people approach it from like the perspective of like some people can't physically read if they're blind or something they have to listen to audiobooks to enjoy books so like let's take that out of the equation you have someone who can physically read but they're choosing to only do audiobooks like is that different and i am someone i have not listened to an audiobook like ever See, I listen to audiobooks here and there. I'm listening to one right now because I'm doing a lot more driving in between, like, for my job. Um, And sometimes, like, I don't always want to listen to a podcast or songs. And it also makes me... Because here's the thing. I do count it on my Goodreads as, like, a book that's going to be checked off. And so, in a way, I'm like, I might as well, like, be getting more books read. So, like, I do count it. Like, what are you supposed to do otherwise? I don't use it as, like, my preferred medium, but I certainly think... It has a time and place. I think so, too. I think the biggest holdup for people is because, like, what is your definition of reading? Is it the physical act of reading that you're then saying, okay, well, you've only read this many books if you have physically gone through and read the words on the page, and that is reading? Or is reading, here's a book, there is a story within it, and you've listened to or if you've obtained the story in They're some way. They're different cultures, really. And, and so I think that's where the separation comes in. For me... You- like, as someone who doesn't read audiobooks, and, like, you've told me, like, oh, you should, like, try an audiobook. First of all, I usually like podcasts when I'm in the car or something, and so I just, that's my podcast time. But I do think I would feel conflicted if I was listening to a book instead of, like, reading the physical words. And I'm like, this isn't really reading for me. And also, I'm awful when it comes to, like, even podcasts. I, like, will zone out and stuff. So then it takes yeah. me out of the book. And I'm not, I don't think I would obtain the book plot I will as well. say too though as someone who's like because one of the ideal things I feel like if you like enjoy reading is like it seems so ideal to like go read a beach or read a book at the beach but then and that's like if I can do it that's what I prefer to do but sometimes what's hard is like as someone who has glasses or sometimes needs glasses but I don't bring my glasses to the beach because like I'm not about to have glasses on my face and like my face is like sweating I just don't want to be doing that And then also sometimes, like, the sun can be very bright on the pages of my book where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even read right now because I'm really bad at reading sunglasses, Your book is acting like one of those things that people have that, like, reflects it back up to their So sometimes, like, having an audiobook in that situation then is like, okay, I don't have to, like, worry about all those, like, annoying things going on and I just get to, like, relax and enjoy my audiobook. Um, And again, sometimes, like, I'll switch to just doing, like, a podcast if, like, that's the vibe mm-hmm. and that's what's happening but and something else i will say like is eleven twenty two sixty three the only book that you've read in both formats yes and the book got better when you were reading it right yes that was your takeaway and so yes. i always worry that like if i listen to an audiobook then i'm like what if it's not like giving the book its fair shot because when you were listening to yeah. that audiobook, I was like, no, Megan, like, this book is so good. And I just didn't feel like you were appreciating it as much as I was when I first started it. And then you finished it because your audiobook ran out. And then it got better. 
So I was like, now you're now that you're reading the words and you're seeing it, but you're I would say it. that's always like the case because summer 2021, I had like a big audiobook summer because I had like a long commute to my clinical every day, and I really got into like a lot of different audiobooks and I enjoyed a lot of those audiobooks. So it certainly can be an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, as far as like the hot take goes, I'm never gonna like come at someone if they're like. I, you know, read 25 books, but, like, 20 of them were audiobooks. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, you didn't read them then. In my head, I'll kind of be like, okay, a little caveat. But, what do you, like, are you just going to make them not count it? No. Okay, what is your first hot take? My first hot take is Wikipedia is a reliable source. That's not even a hot take. That is true. That is fact. Up it is canon. Do you guys know, Megan didn't know what the word canon meant? Like, with the TikTok trend going around? You just I had knew, no idea. I knew, like, what it was saying, but I haven't heard the use of that word as much as I have in, like, the past week. Okay. I just was surprised that she didn't and know And you'd it. never said that word either in your life until, like, last week. Said it out loud? Why would I say it out loud to you? Like, most of the things that we discuss in life, I'm not referencing canon events that are true. Well, last like week within, you did, apparently. Within movies, within uh, books, that's, like, the context is mostly used. Except for the TikTok trend where it's being used as, like, it's a canon event. Like, this must happen in real life. Whatever. Okay. Um, what was your hot take? <laughs> Wikipedia. Oh. I always heard um, teachers would always say... Wikipedia is a good starting point, but then you have to use, like, go to their sources to then, like, find the credible sources. Here's the thing. I understand Wikipedia is, like, not always credible because anyone can edit the page, but, like, people that go and edit Wikipedia stuff, like, they take it seriously. Like, most of the time, most of the time, people on there are, like, doing their due diligence. They are serving, like, the world. Like, these are the people that we need. And sometimes, because, like, if you just want to know about something, and it could be, like, fairly niche, but, like, what do you go to first? Wikipedia. Because that is just, like, the simplest way to get information about something. Have you ever seen, like, Wikipedia on the Like, there is no other... They'll have, like, the edit history of the page or something. And it's just, like, these people who are, like, the editors going through being like, hey, like, I don't see enough sources for X, Y, and Z, like... They are truly, like, they're not trying to mess with us, you know? Like, they want they want everything on here to be fact. And, like, they want enough sources. And there sources. is no other, like, if not Wikipedia, then what? I don't know. There is no other, like, all-encompassing platform to share information. Plus, it's kind of nice that, like, the fact that Wikipedia even shows, like, the history of the pages and, like, changes that have been made, they're not trying to hide anything either. They're trying to be transparent. So, go Wikipedia. Every time the thing pops up, every once in a while, where it's like, donate money, I'm like, I should do that. I should. I'm happy up so they're much always, right now. They're always like, if everyone on here were to donate like one cent, we wouldn't need to ask for another penny for 20 years or something. It's a thankless service, really. <laughs> like, they could charge for this. They should. But they don't. Okay, next hot take do you want me to go back and forth between 
my book and my dating ones or just do all the book ones first? You can do whatever you want because mine are obviously, honestly, in no particular order. So. Okay. We'll stick with the book ones then. I actually have one book-related one. Okay. Most books over 400 pages have at least 100 pages of filler. And I also compiled a list of... I was going to do all the books that I've read over 400 pages, but I just do the ones over 500 because if it was 400, that was kind of a lot. So the books that I have read, and then to give me like some context for... My personal opinion on long books. 112263, The Name of the Wind, Outlander, All the Light We Cannot See, Red Metal, All Roads Lead Here, and Billy Summers. Those are all the books that I've read that are over 500 pages. You've read a couple other books that are long, like the Romance Knock em Out mm-hmm. series. I don't know if you've read any other long books. Um, Probably just the Romance, and then also I've read 112263. So here's the thing. I want your romance. take first. For romance, I definitely think the books don't need to be as long as they are. Like, they could be shortened, for sure. And for, I feel like going off of just what this is saying, the 400 pages, like, I wouldn't say that. Right? I think 400, 400 pages, like, like, you could have a very well thought out, I wouldn't shorten a thing. 400 is not that long. Like, here's what Megan and I have kind of agreed upon with, like, books. 300 is like very average typical when it gets to 400 i'm like okay it's gonna be like a little bit longer but like nothing crazy i don't you know i don't scream when i see a book that's 400 pages 500 is when i'm like okay it's gonna be a long one like it'll be a minute that i'm reading this and then 600 up i'm like okay wow we are committing our time to this book yeah. so i don't think personally 400 is that long which is why i said for me the 500 book is what i'm going to be thinking about um, I do agree that I think a lot of romances that are that long do not need to be that long. Mm-hmm. Um, All Roads Lead Here, I did give it five stars, so I loved the book. But it was, and it was a slow like, burn, it so was it was like, the romance didn't even happen until the very end. But I also think it was more of a story that was not just the romance, so in that sense, it kind of worked okay. But it but could probably have been a little it shorter. It could have probably been a little bit shorter. I don't know, like, the Knock Em Out series, I don't know what goes on in that, and so... If you I don't know. think I'm that just, it could have been shortened. I'm sure it could be a little shorter. Um, All the Light We Cannot See was not for me, but, like, I do think that it was an okay length for the story that it told. And, like, pacing. Yeah. Like, I think for the right audience, it was the perfect length. It just, like, the book plot itself wasn't for me. Um, Red Metal. For me, it could have been shortened because it was, like, military lingo and like battle planning after battle planning so to me that all runs together and i'm like the same thing is happening over and over again um but again for the right audience it probably you know was necessary um the name in the wind could have been shortened probably a little bit especially in the beginning because it gave a lot of backstory that i felt like wasn't necessary outlander could have had stuff shortened down not enough stuff happens in that book for it to justify it being 600 pages um, eleven twenty two sixty three. I loved it. I think a single, <laughs> no single word should be removed. <laughs> I thought, even though it's a long book, I thought it was all necessary. <laughs> okay, my like only book hot take is reading only. This is when I came up with kind of my by myself. Reading only self help genre is dumb. <laughs> is dumb. I was trying to think of a better way to word that, but I gave up. You know what's funny is I saw some hot takes and stuff related. I don't think I actually put this one down. But I saw stuff related to, like, people should read more, like, nonfiction was, like, the hot takes on here. Because I feel like everyone... See, at first I did nonfiction slash self-help. And then I removed the nonfiction because 
I remember when I was younger, like, when I was very in middle school, I had a whole Abraham Lincoln type of phase. Like, I was, like, a nonfiction girly when I was younger. And so I took it out because I'm like, you know what? Reading nonfiction and history can definitely be, like, a source of entertainment for people. So really what I was getting at was more so I think reading should be a form of entertainment entertainment for people. And... I just think the self-help you don't like genre is a scam. You train better themselves. I think the self-help genre is a scam, is what I'm saying. So it's more so, it could apply to anything outside of books, too. It could apply to like the podcasts, courses that people... it could apply to courses, it could apply to different self-help influencers. I just think people buy into scams, and they shouldn't. Okay. Um, At the end of the day, anything someone that is in the self-help world says, you've probably seen somewhere else for free that is a good take i like that one um this hot take for reading was i love epilogues what is your take on just like epilogues in general i read most of them but i got i gotta be honest when i get to an epilogue especially if it's like a romance first i'm like okay so now we get to like the part where like they get married have kids like we get it and i'm just reading it because like i need to see what happens they're telling me there's some more stuff but like we they could end the book and it'd be fine. I really do not think an epilogue should be more than five pages. Oh, no. Like, no, no, no. And when I read, I already talked about this on the podcast, but the Soulmate Equations epilogue was like 20 pages or something. And I was like, it was, this I was a whole last spoil, chapter. But I was like, this is not an epilogue. This is like a last chapter two years later or whatever. I just need, the epilogue is supposed to be wrapping things up in a nice little bow in five pages or less. And, like, only if it's necessary. If, you, if you're if you alluding to the characters, if it's a romance that they end up together, I don't need to know that they got engaged like I or they had a baby. Like, I don't care. And, honestly, sometimes it takes me out of the story of the book. Because I'm like, oh, now they're just getting married. That's boring. You know what I mean? What about um, Sierra? I mean, I am too. But Sierra definitely is, like, an Emily Henry is one of her favorite authors. And so I found from a TikTok a like epilogue that basically combined three of her books like um all of them but happy place were combined into the reason, like a little fun it's the layover the reason i liked that was because i mean also i feel like that one still could have been a little bit long <laughs> I didn't realize until like i had like gotten into it i was like oh this is like from all her books yeah that one i liked because it one wasn't in just like any of the books so you had to seek it out so it was for a very specific audience where it's like you don't have to read it if you don't want to and granted you don't have to read any epilogue if you don't want to but like if it's in the book the author felt like it was necessary to put in there i feel like emily henry wrote this obviously after all these books were published as like a nod to like a multiverse of sorts which i liked especially since in her romance books she's alluded to those characters existing within the same world but we never got to see them interacting with us within the same world in any of those books airport setting it worked was like a good place for that to happen and like they didn't even really explicitly like interact with one another they were just like existing within the same universe which i liked um but for epilogues in general did project hail mary have an epilogue because i don't think it did i think it was just the last chapter because like you and i both know what happens at the end that was the perfect ending for the book i didn't need any more than that like it like just it ended this is what happened and you can imagine like what else Mm -hmm. happens from here like, I didn't need, like, 20 years later, you know, Ryland Grace is still doing X, Y, and Z. Like, I didn't need that. 
I didn't want it. I wanted, like, this is the ending. Picture the rest however you want. So, in general, I don't know. I read the epilogues pretty much out of habit. Like, I just have to know what happens. But sometimes I'm like, we didn't need that. Sometimes I get to it and I kind of, like, dread the fact that I have to keep reading. Because I'm what like, about, I just finished the whole book. What about a prologue? I'm like, why aren't we just at chapter I one? I almost never, like, have a book that has a prologue. There are a couple books. I always read them. Because I'm like, well, if it's the prologue, then I'm supposed to, like, it gives me context or something, right? But, like, why didn't we just, like, this is chapter one. Mostly I don't get why they're prologues. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your okay. next one? Friends slash How I Met Your Mother slash The Office and almost all sitcoms are not really that good. I just feel like I'm certainly not the target audience for... Is that one that you made up or... I think I like saw it's like a very common hot take so like I feel almost a common hot take dumb like reiterating it because I don't think it's that hot of a hot take unless you're like a huge fan of these shows I mean you and I have not watched these shows in their entirety like we've seen episodes of friends I've probably seen here's the thing clips here and there of the office and how I I can totally see why people like why they are comfort shows for people or why they're just like easy watches and I don't have like a huge bone to pick with any of them for like why they're annoying or not good shows I just feel like they're overrated maybe I think so too so (laughs) you and I just like the shows that we like to watch we aren't really sitcom people like Monk is definitely a comedy but it's not situational no it's there was a word. We There's no it up. laugh track in it. We looked it up one time to figure out what it was. And I don't remember if it was like a dramatic comedy or something. A I comedy. don't know. Uh, so I definitely, you know, I like my shows to be funny. But I like there to be drama in it as well. And not just like friendship, relationship, you know, drama. So for us. Monkey is categorized as a drama. So. Okay. So I was right. Um, yeah, those shows, not for us. But, like, I'm not going to – here's the thing. I would never be, like, weirded out or confused as to, like, if someone was a fan of those shows. I would be annoyed if they're like, you do not like those shows. I'd be like, let me like what I like. And, you know, if I don't, don't watch it. Don't come at you for liking it. Don't come at me for not liking it. It's people that watch Game of Thrones are the same way. They're like, you have not seen Game of Thrones. And I'm like, no. And I quite honestly don't really care to. So, let me like what I like. And I'll I'll let you like what you like. And sometimes I'll try out something new because it's popular. And sometimes I'm all in. Sometimes I'm like, you know, not for me. Like Stranger Things when season two came out. And I was like, okay, it's being talked about so much. Like I need to give it another go. I did. And I was like all in. I joined the train. Ozark, same thing. It was being hyped up so much. New season, I think, had come out. So I was like, okay. I think it was also, like, COVID was going on, and so we were, like, really trying to find anything we could to watch. And it was, like, I didn't, like, hate it. I could see why it's a show that people thought was interesting, but, like, it just wasn't enough to keep me in And we gave it a good few episodes, I think, with our dad. And he didn't really even like it either. And our dad's usually someone who, like, it's not easy, or it's not hard to please him with, like, a show to entertain him. And I think that just further solidified. We've talked about how, like, shows, like, centered around drugs for whatever reason i'm just like i don't care 
like Breaking Bad is regarded as like one of the best shows of all time. And I know people say like it's not about the drugs, like that's just like a subplot. And I'm like, well, I need a different subplot because it's not doing it for me. <laughs> okay, next hot take I have is I prefer reading on Kindle. Mm. I I feel like this goes back to just kind of like reading in its purest form is with a book. So that's like where my heart lies. But I definitely do like reading from a Kindle or my iPad as well. I've actually been thinking more about like getting a Kindle mm. myself. Mostly because of reading in the sun like I was talking about earlier. Megan, I was really reading um, like a week ago or something. I was reading outside and Megan's like, wow, it's really fascinating that like there's no glare on your Kindle. It's really tempting. Um, I do. I love my Kindle. I use it regularly. Um, but that being said, I also like use it. Obviously, Kindle Unlimited costs money, but like you can get an unlimited amount of books for a pretty good price. So in that sense, it's nice to have it for that too. But like you were saying, there's something about reading a physical book, owning like the physical like book that you read. being able to add to our library. Putting it on the shelf, I can see it. Having like the cover that I enjoy looking at. Mm-hmm. I know there's like big conversations about people. Like some people hate when people buy books. Like they're like, use a library. They hate when people mm-hmm. buy books. And I'm not part of that conversation. And I'm just like, I like having our personal library. I like being able to loan out physical copies of books. I like being able to see my physical progress, especially if it's a longer book. Like, I want to see how thick that freaking book is and be like, I read that whole thing. And so. Sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Maybe that's another reason why I don't love audiobooks or like the idea of audiobooks. But anyway, I do like my Kindle. Um, to say I prefer reading on it, maybe if I'm outside or something. But other you can have like more flexibility, definitely. If you're like on the beach or something, like sometimes you're trying to get comfortable. It takes up less space. It like won't get book, ruined nearly as easily. Traveling is better. So there's definitely pros. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I saw it, so I wrote it down. It's weird to be friends with an ex. Hot take or no? I think there's, you know, it's situational. I need context. Um, is it I generally weird to think be friendly with them? No. Is it weird to be friends with them? Probably. Yeah. I say... Usually, I think the best bet if you break up with someone is to just have, like, a clean break and go no contact. Like, I just feel like if you broke up, you broke up for a reason. And in order to, like, prevent any lines from being blurred in the future, that's just the best way to go. But if you were to, uh, let's say you had, like, a fairly amicable amicable breakup. Pretty, like, both of you were agreeable. But if you cross paths with them in the street or in the store, like it's okay to like say hi or maybe like how are you doing or like why i think it's weird is when people like wish their ex like happy birthday and like you don't otherwise talk to them like you're not obligated to yeah. wish them happy birthday no so i don't know again i've never broken up with someone i've never been broken up with so i don't know maybe i would eventually understand like, like where like they're coming from it's like people that you try to remain friends with or keep communication open with it's probably people that like you're not completely over them and so you want to keep that door of communication open and that's not always a bad thing because some people do break up and then get back together and like it all quote unquote works out in the end but then there's people who are also like if you break up with someone like that's got to be it you can't have like a 
second chance coming back because you broke up in the first place or whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, I would say, generally, I wouldn't want, if I was dating someone in the future, like, I wouldn't want them to be like, friends, oh, like, this is my friend so-and-so, like, we used to date. I'd be like, okay. So it's your ex-girlfriend. It's not, like, your friend that you used to date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, next hot take I have. This is my last book-related one. Way more people read because they want to be viewed as the kind of person who reads rather than because they enjoy reading. I'm going to disagree with this mostly because reading is takes up way too much I was also time say that. to just like be doing it to put up a front of like this is how I want to be perceived. And like nine times out of ten you're doing it in private unless you're the type of person who like every time you pull your book out you're posting on your story like time to read but most people don't do that. Yeah. And so. Did you see? <laughs> I saw that like Olivia Jade and Jacob Alordi is that his last name? were like in Italy or somewhere and like she was reading a happy life <laughs> and so people in the comments were like why is she reading that book in public a happy life what is that book not is what that it's called it's the guy like it's the black and white cover with the guy a little life yeah yeah she was reading that one thing about Megan is Megan does not know the names of books <clears throat> I've never read that one okay um but it made me laugh because then part of me was like I mean she probably is actually reading the book but I was like I feel like it's a pretty I feel like a lot like, of celebrities highly probably do. regarded book and it's like you know what i mean provoking like since celebrities will be like out in public with paparazzi they have to like really think about like what books they're reading they do like and i think so they I actually do have probably like whether it's their publicist or whoever they're probably like okay like this is the book that you're reading now so something to think about uh but as for the lay person the general population i think that people probably are only reading if they want to read or because i feel like reading is really in right now i think a lot more people are certainly trying it out mm. My next hot take is Harry Styles is the mess is the best modern day performer, which I saw from somewhere else. But I will be, I would be lying if I said I haven't also thought the same thing. I think like like I've been on Harry Styles Taylor TikTok, Swift, honestly. <laughs> between him and Taylor Swift, I think that no one is doing a show quite like either of them. Yeah, I and just feel like especially with time. um, I'm certainly a fan of Harry Styles, like his he was on my spotify raft but like i'm probably not like his top top like peak audience whatever they're called harry's yeah (laughs) um and so but i certainly appreciate who he is as an artist his songs like i am on harry styles tiktok like always seeing clips of him at his concert this man is always performing he's always doing concert like when was the last time he was not on tour like i swear he's supposed to be wrapping up soon but like i just don't even feel like that's gonna last i feel like he'll have more shows before you know it and i just feel like especially with him just having performed at slain castle in ireland which is like a really big deal for like venues over there like and seeing kind of the comparisons of like the other big name artists that have performed there and it's just like it's one thing to be a good artist and have good songs but it's another thing to have like the stage presence and the fanfare that they have at their shows like he does mm-hmm. so i mean i i think i agree with this hot take i would have to go to both a taylor swift and a harry styles show to totally determine who is the bigger performer because i think from what i've seen on tiktok because that's my only reference for either of these artists taylor swift's shows seem to have a lot more like wow factor mm-hmm. like 
you know costume changes and like lighting and like she dives down into the stage like you know some weird stuff like that that makes it a cool show but harry's performances from what i've seen are like truly it is him like he is the entertainer yeah and so in that sense i think he has a leg up compared to taylor okay I'm out of my reading and book hot takes. I have fewer relationship and dating hot takes, so I will have to jump to my random list that I have at some point. So the first one is, with online dating, first dates aren't first dates. They are vibe checks, and then second dates are the real first date. And this was compared to the idea of, like, seeing someone attractive in a bar, you, like, go up and talk to them, and then if you hit it off, then you set up a first date. Yeah. So the thought behind this post was that, okay, on a dating app, you're swiping on someone and it's like, okay, you're attractive. Your first date is then like when you go up and talk to them at the bar. Yeah. And then I from there, so see that. from there you're like, okay, like now it's going on an actual date. And I feel like that's probably why, like, I 100% agree with this. Okay. I don't have any further thoughts. No, no. Um, this is why I think when we've talked about first dates these days, I like think it's always been in the mindset of... I feel like, no, yes or no. Well, I'm just talking about like the activity that you think of for doing on a first date. A lot of them have been very like casual, at least that we have talked about with probably like in the back of our mind thinking of it being from a dating app is how you would initially set up said date. Um, and like we talked about going on walks. That is like pure vibe checks, just like, which you could argue like a date you're talking to them anyways but just like you don't want to commit to dinner on a first date a lot of times because people are like well i don't even know if i like this person Mm -hmm. but like a second date you're like okay the vibe check went well so now we can commit to dinner and it's just you know with this day and age with how people are going on dates these days they're not meeting yeah always in person like they were so first date is the second date (laughs) yeah um, how about this one I came up with on my own? Hopefully it's a good one. Um, the only appropriate way to sit while at home is with your feet up. That could be on the couch. That could be eating dinner. The only appropriate way to sit on a bar stool is with your feet <laughs> tucked under and you're hunched over no. the counter. I mean, like that's a too. gremlin. But basically, I actually usually do this on the podcast too, but usually I have socks on and then my feet aren't exposed, but I don't today. So feet I'm stay out of the frame. <laughs> um, but it's just like. That is so much more comfortable. I can't not sit like that. Like, my leg is always up on a chair. You know, at work and at restaurants, I don't do that. But otherwise, like, I imagine sitting at home just, like, with feet flat on the ground. Wrong. No, it's unnatural. So, that was my hot take. But some people are, like, some people think that's, like, gross and dirty or, like, keep your feet down. Yeah, some people have whatever indoor clothes and outdoor clothes. And they refuse to either, like, themselves or let anyone else you know, wear their quote-unquote outdoor clothes, like, on their furniture. That's a little ridiculous. Um, I think it more so depends on, like, how dirty do I feel? Because, like, I used yeah. to not get that at all. But, like, now I get it. If, like, I actively feel disgusting and dirty, like, I don't really want to, like, I'll lounge on my floor before I no, lounge. I do that. I agree with the- that. But there's some people like, they'll run to, like, the grocery store. And, like, nope, your clothes are tainted now. I can't sit on my bed. Can't sit on my couch. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if I come back from the gym, I'm not going to like sit in my bed. I'm going to sit on the floor until I take a shower (laughs) and then I'll get in my bed. Yeah. Um, 
let me know you guys though if you're sitting on a bar stool within someone like your own home probably you wouldn't do this at like a restaurant but like i have to like sit both knees tucked under and then i'm like leaning on the counter also with just one leg up too that's like too small for me like my there's not enough room for like one foot to be propped up and my bottom to be on the chair okay next one i have is again another dating relationship one People are too quick to call out red flags and jump ship with someone that they're dating these days. See, this is one that I'm like, I agree with, but I could be like the one they're adding and saying like, I'm the problem. I feel like what's, maybe this is like part of just like the day and age we live in, but like you have like this illusion of choice of like, there are so many options. Yeah. And it it leads you to believe that instead of working through someone's like, working through or dealing with someone's said red flag or something you don't like because in theory like, oh it's easier to better, just find someone else but like there might not be like you don't know if you're gonna find the perfect person out there so to I keep jumping ship agree with that but i think it's hard to escape that mindset like that's the mindset i'm in of like oh i can i just won't worry about this and like i'm not gonna make them change but i would rather not have that in a partner so i'll just keep looking Mm -hmm. and it's hard to find the balance of it might not be ideal for me but maybe it's going to be okay anyways or like maybe you know you could try work things out a little bit more than just like you can always jump ship you know i think this person's saying like everyone's like oh you find out one red flag i'm done you don't bother like trying to learn more about like that red flag and see if it's something that you can manage with or if it's quite like a red flag like you're making out to be is it like really that bad or is that is it that big of a deal breaker mm-hmm. um what is your next one hotels are better than airbnb mm. honestly i love a good hotel not all hotels like i've stayed in plenty of nice airbnbs i've stayed in bad hotels so it's not one or the other i feel like the nice thing about hotels is that they tend to have more amenities. You just, like, know what you're going to get. Especially if it's, like, a chain that you've stayed at before. Like, when I go to Marriott, I know what to expect. And, like, we've certainly had, like, fairly good Airbnb experiences before. And when I'm, like, looking at, like, places to stay, like, when we're traveling, like, I will look at both usually. But I feel like, especially more recently, like, hotels have been winning out. I just feel like you can find them for a better price and it has what i need and i don't necessarily need like a million things and like the good thing about hotels is that there's usually like sometimes like the bureaucracy stuff is annoying but like it also like has more accountability if it's a hotel if it's an airbnb i think it's easier to get scammed Mm -hmm. or like not get what you were expecting i agree but then you can also like you certainly won't necessarily get like a unique stay if that's like what you're after Mm-hmm. then you'd probably have better luck with an airbnb next hot take i have when dating you should protect yourself by quote-unquote playing the field instead of focusing on one person this is a hot take that i can agree with but i can but like i cannot myself. do that that requires too much of my effort to do I that i applaud people who can do that because like i've heard of people saying like they'll have like they're set like three or four on rotation and if one is out then it's time to get back on the dating app to add a third or fourth person back in like they have a roster that they're dealing yeah. with 
and i don't even think it's like a totally bad thing i think as long as you're transparent like that you're seeing other people like it's fair game but it's also just like to be honest like i just have a hard time seeing that many reasonable matches that i would be like actively dating Mm -hmm. imagine having three or four just people you're actively talking to like all the time that's too much i understand people like sometimes are like i'm not talking to them all day every day it's just like you're setting up plans you're seeing how things are going and then continuing to like feel things out but like i can't wrap my head around that yeah it's effort for me to just like find one person to be interested in and have any conversations with that i'm like the idea of even like i think there was like one time where i was like i had like two matches at the same time that i was like kind of and i was like this is too much so that didn't last very long i stopped talking to one of them then i stopped talking to both of them so okay traveling by train is the best way to travel i loved traveling by train in switzerland and in europe anytime i see something talking about like the hypothetical high-speed rail that the u.s could have like i want it so badly i just saw a tiktok about someone using amtrak and like amtrak is not the same thing it is not but i love the idea of just like a high-speed train system in the u.s or even like if amtrak didn't take as long or honestly like it is not cheap to travel by amtrak like it takes more time and like the same or more amount of money so like in theory i would love traveling by train even just like i think that could be part of like the experience experience. but like i'm not gonna justify it for that versus like in europe it was just so convenient so easy when all the infrastructure was like built around having trains as like transport like it was incredible like you don't have to do anything to get where you want it except for like get in the train sit your butt down and wait you could do whatever you want if you want to like listen to podcasts nap read whatever you could do it and then you just show up at your destination yeah so i wish it's so like a badly. plane but on the ground <laughs> i wish so badly that the u.s would invest more into railways but not anytime soon okay i think that was the last specific one that I had written down. I have so, four more. Okay. Go through yours then. Florida is the most overrated vacation spot in the U.S. I I can see where they're coming from, but like, like where else are you like, supposed to go? I feel like oftentimes it's kind of like no one's wowed that you took a trip to Florida, but it's like that doesn't mean you didn't have a good time in Florida. Like it's usually relatively affordable if depending on where you go. Pretty easy to get to. The weather's almost always nice. And, like, when you're going on a vacation, like, you want to bank on good weather. And, like, if there's a beach, what really more do you want? If you're going to Florida for a beach, you will get that. Like, honestly, if you go to... There's a lot of places you can go for a beach. But, like, California wouldn't be, like, my first thought of, like, oh, I want to go to a beach. beach vacation. Let me go to California. Because sometimes the weather is, like, hit or miss, depending on the time of year for California. And the water's cold. Exactly. Hawaii? Very expensive, very far. Bahamas and Caribbean, great, but also more expensive and further. And you'd have to do with like international travel. Texas, I know you can go do beach vacation there, but like that's not my first. Or like Gulf Shores, like options, but certainly not like the beach. Based off this person, I'm sure they're not impressed with you going to Gulf Shores or like Galveston either. So like, what do you want from And I feel like you can certainly find more like unique vacations in the u.s but like florida's just kind of a you're gonna get 
a decent vacation. It's tried and true. So is it overrated? I don't know that I'd say that. Is it unique? No. Is it the best vacation of your life? Probably not. But but you'll have a good time if you like you go in knowing what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I see some fashion hot takes on already here. I was on that website, so I don't know if this is where I got it from or not, or if I got it somewhere else. I'm but read it. Um, skinny jeans on men are not it. I agree with this, and I also don't think it's a hot take. I think it's a very common. You know what take I now. think? If you see, because there are like men's fashion guys on TikTok, they make one. They make one video about how they switched out from skinny jeans to the girls go wild. Jeans. The girls are going crazy. Million likes on a video. The number of saves, insane. Everyone in the comments is saying, guys, listen to this guy. Like, it is such an overwhelming, unanimous opinion at this point for the girls. For the ladies. And so... I feel like nine times out of ten, the guys, guys that like... don't like making new choices and trying new things. Same with, like, five-inch inseams. Well, the one guy... On TikTok, there's this girl who is picking out her boyfriend's shirts every day, but she's doing it subconsciously because she goes into his closet, she makes a small little gap in his shirts that are hanging up. And so she's like, he's either going to pick the shirt on this side of the gap or this side of the gap. And then she just waits to see what he puts on for the day. And I think we're on like day six or something, and he has always picked a shirt from the gap. So not all men, but clearly- Men are simple creatures. Some men are simple creatures and do not dress themselves. And so if you're a woman that has any stake into what your man is wearing, try that out. <laughs> um, but back to the pants. Or just be the one that buys him the new clothes. Um, I think you'd look great in this. I think that a lot of the guys that I see wearing skinny jeans are like bodybuilder guys. And they want people to just like know how in shape they are. But I feel like that's the worst type of people that it looks on. Does that make any sense? I would have worded that differently. But you know what I'm saying though. Like. Bodybuilders are the last person that should be wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> but they're the most likely to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But no one, no, honestly, girls, you should stop wearing skinny jeans too. No one wears skinny jeans anymore. Okay. Um, this hot take for fashion is Crocs are a must-have footwear item. Many of I have, have never owned Crocs. Have you seen some of the shoes that Croc, Crocs is coming out with though? No. They've got some like sandals and stuff that like are not that ugly. Like, I honestly wouldn't say they're ugly. Okay. But I'm not going to... I could show them to you later, but <clears throat> I won't. What's weird is that I hear the biggest selling point for Crocs are obviously not their looks. People just say they're very comfortable. And I don't even know that I've ever tried any on, but I don't feel like they'd be that comfortable compared to other shoes that I own. Like, my Burks are perfectly fine. I feel fine. like they're, like, easy. Burks are easy? And Burks aren't, like, the cutest looking shoe either. Everyone calls them, like, Jesus sandals. But they're Okay. And, like, I've honestly, I used to not like Burks because I thought they were ugly. And then I was like, you know what? They're practical. They don't give me blisters. And half the time in the summer, if you, like, are wearing sandals, that's the biggest battle is that I'm getting blisters. And so, like, years ago, that's when I was like, you know what? We're wearing Burks. That's, like, my summer shoe. And I've been happier since then. (laughs) I'm glad. I was just thinking because, like, I've had my Burks for, like, my three-strap ones for such a long time that it's, like... I should almost, like, get a new pair because, like, they're gross at this point. But we'll see if I actually, like, do that. Okay. 
Here's one. The mullet is a good hairstyle. That is a hot take. I mean, it depends on the person. There's something that I can see it on on where it's like, okay, like that works for your style and for your vibe and like the kind of person that you are. But then there's some people where it's like they grew out a mullet just to like say they grew out a mullet. And it's not really like, it's when people say like, you're wearing the hat or the hat's wearing you. You're wearing the hair or the hair is wearing you. You need to wear the hair. And it just needs to look like, I think on the right guy, it can look and match the vibe he's going for very well. My favorite hairstyle <clears throat> is probably just like a grown out flow. I don't know if flow is really like, I can't differentiate every exact hairstyle that guys have, but I just like a nice grown out, not like, not down to the shoulders, but just like grown out hair. I like longer hair, generally speaking. Like when guys would like say it's time to get a haircut and you're like, like, no, no. leave it Absolutely where not. it's at. Um, Food hot take. Uh, Pop-Tarts are overrated. You know what's weird? Megan and I, we haven't gotten Pop-Tarts in a long time, but our dad would get knockoff Pop-Tarts, and so we got really used to having those for a while. And one time he bought just, like, name-brand Pop-Tarts, and we're like, oh, like, this would be good. It's name-brand Pop-Tarts. We put them in the toaster. We're like, buy the other ones next time, because these are not good. And so I would actually be curious to, like, do a taste test of like the actual pop tarts again and like the like, did we just get a generic bad batch? Because I was like, this is like actually bad. And I know I've had like my childhood, I had pop tarts all the time, and I liked them. So I was like, I know I have liked these pop tarts before. So am I just comparing it to what I've had? And now I think they're gross. It was weird. Here's my last thing that I have. It is it a hot take? I don't really know, but it's more of like a debate. Three twelves versus five eights versus four tens. What is like? Because here's the thing, I know that nurses, many of them who work three twelves, like they rave that like they can't imagine working more than three days a week now. But it's like when that is your three days, like that's your three days. You can't live, sleep, eat, breathe, or do anything but like nursing in that example. Because like you're getting up at like five thirty going to work, getting home at like eight, you got to wake up and do it all over again. Granted, you get four days off, you know, that'd be pretty nice. I think I'd have to live it to really know. I will say, I don't think I would ever do four tens. I don't think so either. Because I do not think the 10 hour days are worth the one day off. I had, it wasn't the same thing, but like during one of my clinical rotations, I had like, it was not four tens, but I had like four longer than eight hour days usually. And then like I had a half day on Friday and that half day on Friday was just, like, not worth the extra time that I spent every other day of the week there. That's what's mostly led me to think, like, that middle of the ground is, like, not worth it. I'd rather just work, like, the shorter days, all five days. But when you get to the extreme of, like, the three twelves, And now you, suddenly you have more time off one time on. Yeah. Then maybe it's worth it. So. But then you also hear sometimes, like, people in the nursing like field say like i switched to working outpatient like five eights and like my life has never been better mm-hmm. so. i definitely it definitely would depend on the lifestyle that you're wanting to live outside of work mm-hmm. like for a, if you're a mom i could not see how like three twelves no. be feasible but, but people if do you're it someone who like would rather like just like grind for three days and then like have the flexibility of like traveling or doing other things on your four days off then like that could definitely be a pro 
I don't know. It's everyone's, you know, personal. Maybe opinion. it just depends on the phase of life you're in. Um, someone on here said the Great Pyramids aren't as great as they look in photos. I've never been to the Great Pyramids, so I, I could see that though. Like, you know how you, you can see the Great Pyramids from what town are they next to? Are they right next to Cairo? I know they're in Giza, right? But there's like that meme of like, you can see it from a pizza hut. So I just feel like you'd be like within the town and you're like, oh, there's the pyramids. They looked mm-hmm. more grand <laughs> in real life or in pictures. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I got for hot takes. That's all I have as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys can let us know your hottest takes in the Instagram post that we post for this episode. Um, and you can also let us know if there were any that we discussed on here that you either agree with or disagree with. We have a YouTube channel for our podcast. If you just search according to podcast, you can find it. If you want to watch us while we talk, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can comment some stuff on there if you want to. Yeah, that's all I have. I don't know what I'm even saying. (laughs) Um, Okay, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.